0: I'm Kyle Russell,
1: and I am Dustin Jackson.
0: Oh, Dustin, you and I are uh, both embroiled in moves right now. We are not, not, not like we're dancing. I wish we were on the dance floor. No, we are. Uh, we're both moving at the moment, like packing our crap up and moving. Uh, to to another domicile and got to tell you, I don't know how you're dealing with it at the moment. You and the Idaho crew are moving. Don't worry. The Idaho crew isn't breaking up. They're staying together. <laughs> they're they're moving together. But I don't I don't know how you're managing coping, but I have to say moving it not my favorite.
1: Oh, it's the worst. it It sucks very bad. Um, and, and my thing is this move has actually been pretty smooth. Like we're, we're moving into a nice place. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's been pretty straightforward. It's not that far away. So it's not like we're hauling a bunch of heavy stuff across town, but it's just going to be stressful no matter what. Like, even if it's like the smoothest move in the world, it's just not a fun thing to do.
0: Yeah. For me, I am a creature of habit and I'm a creature of like someone who just likes to I I think this is my introverted nature I just like to you know come home and just be in my private little enclave and to have to like box up everything that I own like I, I put my fan gamer plushes in a box last night and I taped it shut and it just felt like the most demoralizing thing in the world. And now when I look behind me, I don't see a great mighty Pooh grinning back at me. And that just fills me with sadness. I just feel like I'm torn asunder, cast to the winds, because my life is just betwixt boxes and what I haven't packed up yet. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Not a fan. Uh, zero stars.
1: It's just weird being in a different place after being in one place for so long and having everything be different. But don't worry, Heil, me and our listening audience will be your great Mighty Poos for today.
0: Oh, that does give me a little bit of comfort. You know, what else is bumming me out? And I know I'm always talking about what's bumming me out as of late, but You know, it's August. It's mid-August, and Mm -hmm. you know, I'm looking at the stinky ape summer, and I realize I haven't really done much this summer. I I haven't had the time, the freedom, or even you know, really the money to do anything. Not not even spectacular. Just you know, basic summer stuff like like going out to say the beach or perhaps an amusement park, uh, a theme park even. And I don't know. It it fills me with some regret. Like I'm, I'm just wasting my life away, but not in Margaritaville because then I at least get a delicious beverage. I I'm just (laughs) watching the, the, the summer go by and then it'll be fall and then it'll be winter and then I'll be dead.
1: Yeah, I mean that that sums it up for all of us. We're going to be right there with you. <laughs> so, uh and
0: I'm just thinking, you know, w- wow. Wow. What when did my life get so hectic that I can't do anything? And it's like my dog, she's she's a nervous dog. She can't be left alone. So so somebody has to stay with her at all times. So that right. that really limits my freedom and I'm just thinking Wow. I I I haven't really gone on any great adventures. I haven't even gone hiking since my failed bear hike back, at, you know, not E3 weeks. So, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a funk, but I'm trying my best to work through it and, and not give in to the despair. And I thought, you know, what would be a great episode of the conversation to do to help me through this very troubling time for me where I am moving and I'm lamenting time lost. And I thought, you know, I could look forward to better days ahead. And one of those better days ahead is my inevitable pilgrimage to the Donkey Kong Country theme park that will be opening in select Super Nintendo World Theme parks in select Universal studios around the world. And I realized we haven't really done a dedicated conversation on this topic yet. Of course, we've talked about it here and there, drips and draps, bits and pieces, but we haven't really sat down and said, hey, here's everything we know at the moment about Donkey Kong. Country, the theme park, and I was like, "Well, that's what we get, have to do." That's what, so I so I called Dustin up on my Dustin phone because I have a different phone for every <laughs> staff member at DK Vine, uh, and 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 friends of the show who also appear, like Josh Wallen and Malik. And so you know, right? I, you want to know who you're calling, right? They're color coded. That's the only way I can yeah. know. I, if you <laughs> figure out a simpler way where I can call somebody I want to call without memorizing their number, you tell me. But no, I I, I own like 12 different phones, and I pulled out <laughs> the Dustin phone, which is mauve, and I Ooh. lifted the glass case, pulled it open, and I said, Dustin, I have an idea for the next episode of the conversation. And Dustin, you said, I'm in.
1: I am so in, baby. There's nothing I'd rather be more in on this that day than talking about Donkey Kong Theme Park Land. <laughs>
0: yeah, which is what it's going to be called. The official name, <laughs> Donkey Kong Theme Park Land. No, I, <laughs> They've
1: been gonna, workshopping it for a few years. It's
0: going to be good. It's going to be fun. And hopefully yeah. it will uh, give us a brief respite. From boxes. Do you know what I hate about cardboard boxes, Dustin?
1: Uh, how you can cut yourself on them if you're not
0: careful. I don't mind that because it makes me feel things. No, that's true. What what I hate about it is the way it makes your fingers smell if if you touch Ooh, them. Ooh, that's a
1: that's an interesting one.
0: And it gets under your. I wouldn't fingerna- guess that. It gets under your fingernails too. There's this very pungent aroma to cardboard. I don't know how much you sit around sniffing your boxes, but <laughs> it's it's like old comic books without the jam-packed action.
1: Right, you don't get the fun part of it. No,
0: you don't. You just get the stink, and it gets under your fingernails, <laughs> and then you're just reminded of your plight for hours on end. I hate it, Dustin. I hate it. But you know what? It's fine. And You know why it's fine? Because... Why? Eventually, I'm going to get out of this hole that I find myself in, and that's going to be thanks to our patrons at DKVine.com forward slash Patreon, or Patreon.com forward slash DKVine. Now, I don't want to just sit here and panhandle. Uh, I, I, I don't want to beg for money, but... Our patrons are what keep DK Vine's lights on. So I always feel like I have to bring it up because I want to thank our patrons. And I want to just gently put it out there for anybody who enjoys DK Vine or the conversation or our Twitch streams or or anything we do, our, our daily content on social media can't block us now, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck with us. But, you know, if you do enjoy that there is a dedicated site to this nonsense that has never given up the fight, uh, despite the decade-long absence of new full-length games, then uh, consider uh, becoming a DK Vine patron. You know, it, like I always say... For the last couple of months at least Uh, If we can hit two grand a month Then uh, I can devote myself full time Nine to five To DK Vine Um, And that would just be terrific And then, you know, maybe uh, the rest of the staff Can start getting uh, some, some cut of that as well And we can all live happily ever after Wouldn't that be nice?
1: That, that would be great. Yeah, you guys don't need all those Tootsie Pops. K- toss us a couple bucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'll rot your teeth. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, we're doing you a favor.
0: Yeah, so, you know, just, just putting that out there. If you want us on the beats, the jungle beats of of Donkey Kong News 24-7. Donkey Kong Universe News, because it's not just Donkey Kong. It's Banjo. It's Kazooie. It's Conker. It's Yuka and Laylee. It's Tricky from off of Star Fox Adventures. It's it's, mi- it, it's Plum. Plum. It's Plum from off of Mario Golf. Thank you, Dustin. Right. It's Mr. Pants. It's uh the 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 wacky gang from Kinect Sports Season 2 and Connect's, Connect Sports Rivals. Everybody's favorite Who could
1: forget those guys?
0: Everyone's favorite DKU games. It's Cameo, it's Saberman. <laughs> you know, I, I could go on and on and on, but it's it's the the wacky gang of misfits we've adopted as a shared universe here at DK5. Yep.
1: Freezer Freezer in our chat says, Don't forget Doctor Do Little Good. And he perished the thought we would never do that.
0: Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring up the villains. I was trying to keep this positive, but sure. <laughs> Whatever you see. yeah. Yeah, it's Grantilda, it's evil acorn, it's Andros as the ghost in the Krizoa mask. <laughs> it's Thorn from
1: Cameo, everyone's favorite. <laughs>
0: it's the Pants Snake, or excuse me, the Cran Snake from Mr. Pants. <laughs> they changed the name before release because they said you can't call it the Pants Snake. <laughs> you, you
1: can't do that.
0: You fucking deviants. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> so anyway, and then Platonic years later he says, I know Trouser. That'll be his name. <laughs> com forward slash patreon also we've got a merchandise store we don't get much in the way of profit margins from this but we get a little and i'm happy to report our t-shirts are extra comfy Ooh, yum yum says my torso <laughs> i heard it i heard it say that you can find us on TeePublic. Or just go to DKVine.com forward slash merchandise. We got new merch every month. And we don't retire the old merchandise. We're not like those outfits that sell you outfits that say, this is only available for a limited time. No, they're they're available always. Because I want to make your life as stress-free as possible. So if you want to get our new spoiler, spoiler alert shirt, which celebrates... The death of Swanky Kong in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> you don't have to worry that oh, I need to buy this in the next fourteen days or it'll be delisted. No, it's going to be up there. It's just going to be up there. You can take your sweet sweet time. I think I, th- I think that's uh, it's probably a stupid way to sell shirts because <laughs> there's no incentive to buy them at any point. But you know, I'm a softie. Right. I'm a softie at heart. I'm not a capitalist, so. I'm looking out for the little guy and gal.
1: Yeah, it's all about you, the lovely listener.
0: Yeah, so uh, there you go. Our merchandise shop. We're also on Twitch, Dustin, and we're we're kind oh, of. Oh yeah, that's true. We're we're kind of barely on Twitch at the moment, considering both the Idaho crew and myself uh, are in the middle of moves. But we will be resuming weekly Twitch streams once we're all settled and uh, comfy. in our our new uh, roof-to-floor situations. So, TBD on that, but you can still follow us on Twitch in preparation at twitch.tv forward slash DKVine.
1: Yeah, it'll be great when it happens again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Dustin. Hello. Coming next year in Osaka, Japan... Coming in 2025, when the entirety of Super Nintendo World opens in Orlando, Florida, USA, it's Donkey Kong Country, the theme park. Uh, oh my goodness. A little subdivision of Super Nintendo World. Uh, so, so basically, the park in Osaka is expanding by 70%, and that is taken up by Donkey Kong Country. A little, not little, it's huge, but uh, this wide expansion set in the Congo jungle. And like I said, it'll be opening when the entirety of Super Nintendo World opens in Florida um, in 2025. So they're not going to have like this, this rollout where here's the Mario area, here's the Mario Kart area, and then, you know, Donkey Kong will be coming later. No, it'll just be there from the start. Um, right. It will not be coming, however, to Super Nintendo World at Universal Hollywood in California or Universal Studios in Singapore. Uh, th- those oh. are the smaller variants of Super Nintendo World, and there is just no space for a big old Donkey Kong Jungle at those parks.
1: That- that really is too bad since I, I'm on the, I'm closer to the West Coast than yeah. the East Coast. So I, I have only ever been to Universal Hollywood. I can't, I can't make a whole pilgrimage over to Florida. Even if it is for my f- good friend Donkey Kong, but we'll, maybe someday. We'll, we'll see. You know, when we, the time <laughs> comes
0: closer, Dustin, you know, it's, it's uh-huh. possible we'll all make a trip together somehow. Um, ooh, that the, would be dandy. As much as, as the DK Vine staff can go. Cause I, I feel safety in numbers in this situation. So, cause I don't like large crowds of people. I do like theme parks, but I'm also, uh, A wretched little introvert. And so, right. I, you know, it's, it's one thing to be in a theme park where you're mostly outside. Um, it's another to be in the grocery store where you're just going to have a panic attack (laughs) because somebody's coming right at you with a shopping cart. (laughs)
1: watch out
0: yeah yeah they make and i i never get a shopping cart because i don't want to be in people's way i don't want to be a nuisance so i have um, my little basket and i try to make everything work with a little basket and people are still like excuse me with their shopping cart and i'm like no i'm the pedestrian (laughs) in this situation you are the person operating a wheeled object you excuse me yeah did you ever think about that So anyway, uh, uh, I, I, I am looking forward to this because it has been my lifelong, well not lifelong, since I've been a fan of Donkey Kong Country, since 1994, it has been my dream to have a theme park space dedicated to Donkey Kong. And I never thought it would actually happen, you know. At the outset, you think maybe one day somewhere we will get a Nintendo ride or a couple Nintendo rides at a theme park. And maybe, just maybe, they will do the Donkey Kong Minecart Roller Coaster. But it always just was a fantasy, right? And I right. I would go to the theme parks here in my state of Virginia, here in the Mid-Atlantic. And I would go to King's Dominion and i would go to bush gardens in in williamsburg and ride a wooden roller coaster and just imagine myself on a donkey kong minecart roller coaster imagine what that would be like how fun that would be and it would just be in the realm of fantasy so i never thought it would actually happen but my god it is happening dustin and it's happening really soon so We've known about this essentially since 2017. This is when the leaks and the rumors have really started like coming outwards into the public sphere. It's been in the works before that, but we really started getting an inkling that, no, there is Donkey Kong stuff in the works at Super Nintendo World around 2017. And it was still a little debated if it was actually going to make the cut, uh, because, you know, they they had a lot of plans for a lot of different sections, and it was like, well... Right,
1: not not everything is set in stone and, and stays there. And given
0: how downbeat a lot of Donkey Kong Universe fans are just conditioned to be, you know, we're like, oh yeah. well, well, surely we won't make the cut. They'll
1: they'll put up a high. This is definitely on the chopping block.
0: They'll put up a Hyrule section of the park. There'll be a, a Kirby's Dreamland. Donkey Kong will get Jack as as always, but nope.
1: Yeah, maybe after the Star Tropics Island,
0: <laughs> the Super Scope Six Shooting Range. <laughs> yeah, but no, we we are we are kings and queens. Here, uh, Dustin, we, we are getting the full treatment right alongside Mario. And of course, this ties into what we have heard since roughly 2018 or so about Nintendo's big plans for Donkey Kong. And I know it, it feels like we've kind of drifted away from that. Security blanket of, of knowing that of, of having those leaks and, and having DK Vine's own reporting on this because it's just been so long since the game and we hit that 10 year anniversary mark this past June of, of tropical freeze for the Wii U's reveal, which was just this right. big demoralizing milestone for the community because it's been so long <laughs> since a Donkey Kong game and That being said, that doesn't change the fact that Nintendo has big plans for Donkey Kong, Miyamoto has big plans for Donkey Kong, purportedly Universal has big plans for Donkey Kong, and we even see that synchronicity uh, in this theme park plan. So, a lot of what we know about the Donkey Kong Country section of Super Nintendo World has been pieced together through various leaks here and there since 2017. So for six years now, it's information from some of my own sources and some of DK Vine's own reporting, as well as the diligent work of Alicia Stella of OrlandoParkStop.com, who has been, I I believe, the only theme park-based journalist. You know, we we have a lot of guffaws that I'm a Donkey Kong journalist, which I am, Um, but... I'm like the only one. I'm I'm the only one who's really claiming that title.
1: But right,
0: apparently, theme park journalist is like one of the biggest occupations you can have if you reside in the Orlando area. So there there are just hundreds of theme park journalists. It's a surprisingly lucrative industry.
1: And oh, are you kidding? I my mom watches like YouTube videos on Disneyland from people who just go to Disneyland and uh report on stuff. She wa- that's like all she watches basically ever.
0: Yeah, there's like YouTubers who all they do for a career is they go to spas and get massages and I'm like, shit. <laughs> and I chose Donkey Kong journalists. <laughs> oh man, we
1: bet on the wrong horse.
0: Uh but no, I, I I do want to give a shout out to Alicia Stella uh because She's been the only theme park journalist that I've seen who has actually been getting most of the Donkey Kong lore details right when reporting on all of this. And that, I mean, that is a high watermark for me. If you're getting Professor Chop's name right, then you are, I believe, one of the superior theme park journalists in the Orlando-based area. So, uh... Check her reporting out. Check her website and YouTube channel out, Orlando Park Stop. She's been doing great work. I'm maybe going to try to get her on the conversation closer to Donkey Kong Country's grand opening in 2025. Good idea. Yeah, but put, put, put that aside for now. Um, we do know quite a bit. We have a pretty clear picture. Of what this park is going to be in both Osaka and Orlando, and they're going to be virtually identical. I, I believe the layout's going to be the same. I don't think there's going to be too many variances aside from you know the language spoken,
1: so it's not going to be like a smaller version like Mario World at uh, Hollywood where no. I don't even think they get that Yoshi ride
0: no the the Hollywood version is a truncated sort sort of um junior experience. It's the duplo. To the, the main Lego set in Osaka and Orlando. It's,
1: it, it's the uh, Donkey Kong Land to one's Donkey Kong Country, you might
0: say. It's Donkey Kong Land if Donkey Kong doesn't even show up. If Diddy Kong doesn't even show up. <laughs> Just, if it's Donkey Kong Land, but it stars Mario. Well, what would you call that? I don't even know if that... I I couldn't even think of a possible name for a game like that. Donkey Kong Land, but with with Mario. Uh, It stumps me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'll fly off the shelves.
0: There was a leaked diorama of the Donkey Kong Country section of Super Nintendo World some time ago, several years ago. And at the time, there was a lot of trepidation. Well, this is just a diorama. It's just... The loose plan, a lot of it must be subject to change. But now that they're actually constructing it uh, in both Japan and the US, it turns out that no, this is actually what they're going with. This is, this diorama represents the f- finalized or close to finalized plan. Now, obviously, little details can change and probably will change, but we, can glean quite a bit from this diorama. And from there, we can go down the list of, of what we know the DKC section will entail. And yes, it will be called as far as we're aware, as of this moment, Donkey Kong country. That is the branding they're going to go with at least uh, in the U.S.
1: Love it. Love it.
0: So, I think the thing that will immediately draw the eye beyond the big obvious roller coaster is Donkey Kong's treehouse. Now, this is done up in the style of his jungle hut from off of Donkey Kong Country Returns onward, so 2010 and later. Uh, for more on the nomenclature that DK Vine uses for Donkey Kong's various tree houses, please check out the four hour conversation that Dustin and I did on Donkey Kong's tree houses last season <laughs> on The Conversation. It's one of our best episodes of all time. I will stand by that episode for oh, years. T- oh, to I
1: totally agree. Yeah. Uh, did I or did I not love DK's Treehouse from Donkey Kong Country Returns? Go listen and find out why, don't you?
0: <laughs> but yeah, th- this this jungle hut, it's got the roval shaped uh like straw um roof. Um it, it is rumored to be the meet and greet section for the Donkey Kong Country area of the theme park where you Now, you, you probably won't get to go up into Donkey Kong's Treehouse. And this is probably the most discouraging thing anyone can possibly hear. When you introduce the concept <laughs> of Donkey Kong's Treehouse and then you hear, now you can't go inside of
1: it. Um, so... It, yeah, you're just a, a guest. It's it's not like you can just say, hey, can I go in your house? Yeah, you would probably have to jump up on a tire
0: to get in, and they're not going to make that available to you because of liability <laughs> reasons. Legal said they can't That's do true. it.
1: So, well, well, here's the thing. Yeah. If you do use the tire to jump up there and hurt yourself, there's an extra life balloon right in there for you. You have to get inside
0: first, though, so that's you have to earn the extra life. It's still a risky proposition. So <laughs> from from what we can gather, it looks like there is a big kind of platform underneath the treehouse and this is where you will go to get your picture taken with various Donkey Kong characters, costumed actors in in the park cast members, whatever Universal calls them. And you know, you'll, you'll get to pose in front of Donkey Kong's treehouse with Donkey Kong, perhaps Diddy Kong, perhaps Cranky, perhaps whoever, you know, whoever they, they will commission a costume for and hire. They might have a rotating group of characters like, oh, oh, my God, it's 3 p.m. And, and Funky's here. Quick, let's go get our picture taken <laughs> with Funky. Uh, it's Funky time. Your, your, your horny father sees Candy Kong and it's like, right, I'm going to go get my picture taken with Candy Kong. This is going to be great. That's what your horny father sounds like, everyone. That's true. Uh, So there has been some loose talk. And and I say very loose because I think this has been mostly speculation. I have not seen any hard and fast actual leaks about this. But there's been some loose talk about the Treehouse potentially being used for live performances um, for special events, like I, I'm not sure how feasible the rumor could be, like to have like a, a band or, or like Dixie Kong's Jungle Jam or something up in the treehouse. Because just looking at the layout of Donkey Kong Country, I don't think you would want to have a like large groups of people just milling about because it would just choke accessibility through the section like to the roller coaster to the various other uh, li- little things you can do the various sundries so i don't think they would want to really do that it it has been speculated that it could be used for that purpose and so who knows? Maybe potentially. I don't know how stable the treehouse will actually be, as far as people can go up in there, or if it's just a prop, a facade, and it's not actually going to be like uh, have a stable porch to to allow for such a thing. But um, right. it, it's a possibility. It's a possibility there will be live performances from Donkey Kong's treehouse. Just don't expect to actually get to go up there and lay on his hammock. Or whatever. Not going to happen, <laughs> probably. But you will get to at least see it up close. Maybe get to hug Donkey Kong in front of his treehouse. You know, it, it's as close as you're going to get to getting invited in.
1: Unfortunately, you won't be able to interact with the famous sock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, talk about things you pick up and then you smell under your fingertips for hours oh so so the treehouse is probably the most exciting piece of iconography like taken directly from the games but there's also another thing and i can't believe they're doing this because this seems like such a limiting use of the gift shop concept but I love it because they're not, because you, you want a gift shop to be a big thing you can walk into, stroll around in, you know, a lot, a lot of elbow room and a lot of room for merch. Right. Right. But uh, the, the gift shop for Donkey on Country is planned to be Funkies Flying by from off of Tropical Freeze. And this is just the, the the airplane as seen in Tropical Freeze that Funky operates or Tox operates if you're playing New Funky mode. And this is the gift shop of the area. Of course, they do have the bigger gift shops, you know, in the, in the other parts of the park. So, right, we have no idea what kind of souvenirs or mementos will be available in Funky's flying by. Although like souvenir ride photos from the roller coaster are rumored to be available th- from the fly by.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. It's
0: possible we'll get, you know, your your souvenir t-shirt as well that ties into the roller coaster. Like the the roller coaster by the way, I, I'm I i should not dance around it. It's called Minecart Madness.
1: That's one mad minecart one might say
0: yeah and uh you know i I wish they would have gone with minecart carnage, but I think carnage is probably harsher than madness, even though madness you know implies um a mental malady i i like i i'm I'm surprised they're not going with a different name altogether from what was featured in the original Donkey Kong Country. I do like the callback. I appreciate the
1: callback. Right. But, honestly, they should have called it Minecart Mad TV and get a little cross promotion in there. Yeah, that's timely. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. I'll, I'll have better jokes later, maybe. That sounds like a Mad TV sketch, honestly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you could have
0: a t shirt that says, like, I got committed for minecart madness at Super Nintendo World. <laughs> or, you know, the, the, like, I survived blank shirts you often see right. at, at theme parks. Something like that. There, there will definitely be Kong plushies, I am sure. Hopefully more. Oh, than totally. Hopefully more than just the standard Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong you can buy anywhere Nintendo plushies are sold. But, I think given the size of the flying by, it's probably going to be limited and hyper-focused. I do think we'll see more Donkey Kong merchandise in the other more spacious gift shops outside of Donkey Kong Country. Note that the Osaka Park is deliberately holding back on anything Donkey Kong related in the gift shops until Donkey Kong Country opens up because there is absolutely no donkey kong available anywhere in any of the gift shops at super nintendo world at the moment it's clear that they're being withholding for that very reason and i have to imagine that once dkc opens up they they will fill the gift shop's with a healthy amount of Kong Bay stuff, it won't just be the flying by. I think the flying by will mostly be there for like, j- like immediate roller coaster tie ins and some other little things here or there to you know m- more spur of the moment stuff. But they will have that like you're you're leaving the park. We have to buy a a gift. We we have to buy a souvenir. There'll be Donkey Kong stuff in those shops as well. So I wouldn't worry about the size of the little airplane facade for, um, for the flying by because we, we will have more stuff in the other shops for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I wouldn't mind getting, I, if I go to this, I'm definitely, I don't know if I need plushes, but it would just be nice to see other characters like a a Dixie. I don't know how many Dixie plushes there are out there. I would definitely get a shirt or something though.
0: So, there are no official Dixie Plushes. Um, oh, at, my goodness. At the very least, in present day. In the present day, like, merch lineup, there has not been any official Dixie Plush. There are bootlegs that are going around online. You can buy a Dixie Plush bootleg, like, on Amazon. It, it's not official, though. And um, it doesn't look official. If I'm honest, it looks a bit shit. So mm. I, I would love a Dixie plush. It's definitely something. Yeah. I wish I could have a Dixie plush boxed up with my great Mighty Pooh right now. <laughs> but um the thing is, like, the, the thing about Super Nintendo World is they have park-exclusive merchandise. If they do make a Dixie plush, I have to imagine it will be available in other places besides super nintendo world like they might have park exclusive plushes for sure but i think dixie's a pretty evergreen thing they uh, like, yeah i i but if, if there's any like park exclusive stuff that you could only get at the park that you can't order online after the fact then the the fomo is definitely gonna come over me and i'm gonna have to get whatever that is
1: you gotta get that uh professor chops plush you
0: know, for as much crap as I give the man, I would <laughs> the man. I would totally love
1: a Professor Chops plush. I would too. I I'd totally get that. He he just to me he he especially feels like one that would just work as just like a little plush you could just get, like a little maybe even fit in your hand little plush thing.
0: Maybe he has a little wiggle mechanism inside of him, and so you you, you <laughs> squeeze him, and he just like gyrates his
1: hips back and forth. Now we're talking. Now that's gonna put money in their pockets.
0: I have to point out that theme park prices are absurd. So it, it would yeah. it would be something like forty dollars U.S. for a T-shirt. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true, and I I hate to say it, but I'd probably at least get one.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I just want to say that's double the price of a DK Vine T-shirt on our merchandise store at T Public. So we're offering mm, the better deals here. That's true, and you can get it anytime you want, not just when you go to a physical location. So you know that's another point in our column. But I I will have to definitely get. Uh, I like I that and that's that's what frightens me the most about the Donkey Kong Country theme park is that merchandise trap because I'm like I have to get that I have to get that I have to get that this is my only chance I have to get that
1: and it's going to break me right yeah, yeah I I can picture it so clearly in my head
0: <laughs> and then I'm like what do I do with this I have a, like I will buy the merch the first thing and then I just have it all in my hand and I'm like I didn't think this through.
1: It's all going on the roller coaster with me. I'm
0: sure they will have lockers available. Be lockers? No, probably not. But they will. They probably have lockers at Super Nintendo World, like like most theme parks. uh, At the very least, in the broader Universal park. So you know, rent a locker for a day, stuff your locker full of Kong shit, and you're great. You're golden. (laughs) You're good. You can ride minecart madness. All the live long day without worrying about dropping your uh, tox plush or your your um, screaming pillar vibrator. I, I don't. They won't sell that. Uh, <laughs> but could you imagine?
1: Like, you, yeah, buy like t- uh, toothberry boxer shorts. Yeah, exactly. So
0: we'll we'll, we'll come back to the merchandise because I'm sure we have calls that that will bring up the merch. But I want to talk about, I think, one of the most exciting things in this diorama, in the leaked plans that we know about. And that is Animal Buddy animatronics.
1: Love them. That's definitely my favorite part of all of this.
0: Yeah, so... In the diorama, eagle-eyed spotters picked out Rambi, the rhino, in his crate. Like, sticking his head out of his rhino crate. And the most bewildering appearance of them all, Ellie the Elephant... From off of Donkey Kong Country 3 and Donkey Kong Land 3 fame. Uh, She was also in Donkey Konga and, of course, was going to be in Donkey Kong Racing. And later appeared as a spirit, possessing a squirtle body in Super Smash Bros. (laughs) Ultimate. But, yeah, Ellie, the elephant, is a planned animatronic, at least up to the point of the diorama. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, we've had some speculation, some debate. Is this really Ellie? Could this just be the elephant from Donkey Kong Country Returns, who DK Vine has given the fan a name of, Elliot, uh, to to tie in thematically to Ellie, but also as a tribute to my childhood friend who I played Donkey Kong Country games with and really developed early DKU notions with. Um, And and, uh, no, it's not... Elliot, the elephant from off of Donkey Kong Country Returns. This is definitely Ellie. Uh, you, you zoom in, you enhance. That is basically Ellie's render from DKC3 just brought the life as, as a model. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's just unbelievable to see her there. So now it, it's believed that these are animatronics. Of the Animal Buddies, because Universal has patented a lot of very specific animatronic technology that hasn't been put into use yet. And it's believed it is for Donkey Kong Country, specifically. So, we got Rambi, and Rambi, if you study the the picture of the diorama closely, you'll see that... Rambi is actually surrounded by several barrels. Something like four barrels that actually look like enormous bongo drums. They've got the little, like, Ooh. white top to them. And they're not shaped right. like DK bongos. They're shaped like enormous, like, bongo drums like Desi Arnaz would pound on um in the 1950s, you know, in the Tropicana nightclub, I Love Lucy. And... Universal is also patented technology that utilizes barrels and a mallet. So, the thinking is that th- this is going to be for this mini game that you can play with Rambi. And you will play this mini game by utilizing a power up band. And Dustin, you know what these power up bands are.
1: Right, yeah, the ones they have at uh, Super Nintendo World. Uh, My nephew got to go, and he got one of Toad.
0: Oh, just what, Toad is... Fancy, right? Toad is the power-up band? Like, Toad's wrapped around your wrist?
1: Uh, well, it's, like, themed around Toad. It's, like, Toad-esque. Toad colors.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So... Yeah, you, you buy a power-up band so you can play the mini-games in in Super Nintendo World. It's a racket, basically. It's like you can't experience the full immersion of the park unless you buy this extra thing that you then have to put in your right. wrist. But uh, it, it's thinking that you will use the power-up band for some of these mini-games in Donkey Kong Country. And I think, my theory, this is just my theory, but I think you've got... What appear to be bongo drums You've got a mallet And you've got Rambi sticking his head Out of a crate How does that all add up? I think it's going to be something like a game of Simon Where Rambi Like points his horn At, at a, a bongo And it'll light up And he'll keep doing that in like a s- Sequence right? And you have to remember The order in which they light up And then you have to hit them with the mallet and and if you get it, if you win the game, like like the banana bird caves from DKC three, right? And if you do that, uh, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, if you do that, then you'll you'll win a a prize or whatever. Um, or or it might, maybe it'll tie in to uh, a greater narrative, um, as as seen in some of the other parts of Super Nintendo world, like the Mario parts have like this narrative with Bowser Junior. And maybe there will be an ongoing narrative. And if you do the mini games, if you win the mini games, then you get access to the, the grand narrative of Donkey Kong Country, the, the final boss or whatever. I, I don't know. But uh, I just hope that the Rambi animatronic does not talk to you.
1: Even even if it talked like in that one comic we read where he's very well-spoken? No, I I would hate that.
0: Like, we've been through this (laughs) so much recently on the conversation, because we did the character witness for Rambi, and then this came up again on the character witness for Squawks, where it's just my preference, my ideological belief that the animal buddies, save for the parrots, shouldn't talk— because yeah. Rambi's basically a big dog like he's the Donkey Kong equivalent to 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 to, to a dog and uh yeah basically if Rambi is just another sentient creature in the in Donkey Kong Island the Rare Archipelago if, he, if he's basically just like big Al from Banjo-Tooie but a nudist
2: then it just
0: <laughs> raises so many questions and it just ruins so much of the visceral thrill of, oh, I'm a gorilla and I get the ride on the back of a rhinoceros.
1: Right. Yeah, no, totally there with you.
0: Yeah. So I, I really hope that Universal doesn't like, well, we have this fancy schmancy animatronic. Gotta make them talk. And Rambi's like, hello, I'm Rambi the Rhino. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my Rambi the Rhino animatronic sounds like your horny father, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the more exciting of the two, because I look, I'm very excited about a Rambi animatronic. Absolutely. 101%. But I'm 103% excited about the Ellie animatronic, because, again, it's Ellie. It's an Ellie the Elephant reference in 2024, 2025. Like, what the hell?
1: It feels like DKC3 kind of gets the short end of the stick when it comes to it being referenced in things. Uh, not that a lot of DK games... Like, it's it, it's usually just the base stuff, like... Rambi being one of the only animal buddies coming back for most things. Uh, So having specifically a DKC3 animal buddy show up in your big theme park, that's pretty cool.
0: Then again, I feel like, weirdly enough, since the buyout, DKC3 gets referenced more than DKC2. Like, just, just, just the, like, things like, oh, we're we're gonna take Funky... And we're going to base his look off of his DKC-3 look. Oh, we're going to take Swanky Kong and, pu- and put him in the Super Mario Brothers movie. And base him off of his Donkey Kong Country 3 look. We're going to bring in Banana Birds to Donkey Konga and Ellie to Donkey Konga. And, you know, it's it's subjective, but I, I actually see more DKC-3. Like, we don't see the Brothers Bear, granted, and that's the big one. That's, like, Funky's flying by is great, but if it was Bazaar's General Store... I would never leave. I I would I would willingly move to live there. Um <laughs> and you know how much I hate moving, Dustin.
1: Oh, yeah, that says a lot that you're willing to do it again for uh your good friend uh the brothers bears. Yeah. Um you could disguise yourself as the new one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's unknown
0: what this Ellie minigame might entail. We see like um what what looks to be logs around Ellie like seat that look like seats. Like everybody sit on these logs around Ellie the elephant. Uh, Alicia Stella has said it is rumored to be a multiplayer minigame as opposed to the Rambi one, which might is more of a single player experience. My theory. Why would you bring in Ellie, of all characters? My theory is, in grand theme park tradition, Ellie is there to squirt the loser of whatever this minigame is (laughs) with water from her trunk.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking. Maybe maybe not that specifically, but I was thinking, like, this Ellie has to spray water. I, I think... I th- I like
0: I I don't know mixing water with animatronics if that <laughs> even works but I <laughs> I think it's most like like maybe this isn't as advanced of an animatronic as, as Rambi Ramby and it just it's there to like point the trunk at the loser or maybe the winner maybe you want to get wet it's it's a hot Florida day or it's, it's a humid day in Osaka you want Ellie to drench you
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a good, and then because you won, you can just be like, oh, let's all have a good laugh. Oh, I'm wet, but I'm having a good time.
0: Yeah, it's like, look at me. I'm squirt. I'm squirt. (laughs) I'm squirt from Donkey (laughs) on Country 3. I got, I got drenched by Ellie. Look at me. I'm squirt. (laughs) Hey, I'm Squirt over here. Yeah, I you, the guy they'll just never shut up. They'll be that person <laughs> in the theme park, like oh, I'm Squirt. I'm Squirt. Ah, this is great. I'm Squirt. People are gonna come dressed <laughs> as Squirt. <laughs>
1: They're gonna say who the, Yeah, all his friends are like, "Who the hell, is Squirt? What are you talking about?"
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we will
1: be like, "Yeah, look at Squirt over there."
0: Now, Squirt would be the the most mind boggling inclusion. Because uh, the diorama suggests <laughs> there will be a waterfall. Uh, so, what if you put Squirt behind there? What Squirt pops out and says, Ah, I remember me.
1: I'm the famous <laughs> character Squirt.
0: <laughs> that was Malik who wanted Rinkley to sound like that. I'm uh, Rinkley Yeah. In a Donkey Kong movie, spinning out the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I'm never gonna die! Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I think Ellie will will squirt you in, in this multiplayer minigame. I don't know what it entails, I don't know what it's gonna be about, but I think Ellie, I think Ellie's gonna get you wet.
1: Love it, love it. Now...
0: This is not in the diorama, and I do not think it will be included in the final park, but I do feel like I have to bring this up. In relatively early concept art that does line up roughly with what we've seen with the diorama, there were plans for a tiki Tac Tribe pirate ship as seen in Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, that would be moored near Donkey Kong's jungle hut, uh, which, which if you look at the diorama, the jungle hut is right next to a body of water, um, which which probably ties in more to the roller coaster. But there could be plausibly room to stick a, a ship in there, and this looks like, according to the concept art, something that visitors would be able to crawl up on and and explore. And uh maybe even view people on the roller coaster from from like a, a vantage point, but it doesn't look like they're actually going through with the pirate ship idea, which you know i, I feel like if they put a Tiki Tech tribe pirate ship in there, it would just leave to too much hand rigging from the fan base that well, it should have been the gangplank galleon this is a, right. th- this is not the pirate ship we were looking for.
1: It's it's not the iconic pirate ship from right. think of. And and clearly
0: this park was put into motion in the mid 2010s, like right after Tropical Freeze. So they were just exclusively at the time pulling from those two games, Returns and Tropical Freeze. So it makes sense that it would be this and not the gangplank galleon, but then you had the big K-Rule Renaissance with the Smash Ballot and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So it's it's probably for the best, all things considered, the disc got cut, because yeah, everybody would just be like, well, this isn't the best pirate ship. This this is the pirate ship I want to walk on. And granted, the right. gangplank galleon is is something like thirty stories and the <laughs> you know, the size of thirteen football fields. But you know, <laughs> a scaled down version would be just fine.
1: Yeah, this the the Tiki tak tribe pirate ship is a compromise. I would I would like it either way.
0: But. Yeah, like like Mass Blast is one of my favorite D K C R stages. I I think it's terrific. Yeah. But If I'm honest, coconut gun to my head, I would much prefer something like uh, just uh, the the Gangplank Galleon and have cannonballs rain down on me.
1: Right. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I would love to be rained down upon by cannonballs. Right. So,
0: obviously, though, the biggest draw, like the thing that will bring everyone to donkey kong country even if they aren't donkey kong fans if they're just in uh, universal studios or if they're just in super nintendo world because their idiot children wanted to meet mario and they're like well wait a second there's a roller coaster here there's an actual thrilling ride here we've got to do it minecart madness minecart madness dustin
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Minecart
0: madness. This will take up the bulk of Donkey Kong Country. And it will be a family style roller coaster. And by family style, I don't mean like Olive Garden. Like like everybody <laughs> everybody uh gather around. We're having a family style meal here. Family style roller coaster is basically it, it, it's light on the nausea inducing drops and and um sp- like upside down loop-de-loops like it's still going to be full of a lot of action and thrills but it's mostly going to be accomplished through atmospheric set pieces that will wind riders both indoors and outdoors it's going to be akin to like Partially just your standard roller coaster, you know, outside, but it's also going to be something like a, a dark ride, you know, an indoor roller coaster full of props and animatronics and a lot of trickery of the mind that will deceive you into thinking crazy shit is happening to you, but it's all a lie
1: that's awesome that just the sound of that is like exactly what i would want out of a ride like this because heil i know you're not super familiar with disneyland uh that that's fair to say right you haven't been there super often. i've i've never been to
0: disneyland nor world and okay so yeah yeah because because i you know i i've talked about Maybe not so much on the conversation, but I definitely talked about on our various streams that uh, when I was a kid, I was not a Disney sort of fellow. Because C- when I was a kid, and I I, ju- I just feel like I was at a rotten time to grow up. Aside from the Donkey Kong Country aspect of it all, because I missed <laughs> out on like being a Lego fan. I was I was just like a year too old to feel like I could get into SpongeBob. And and right. so I feel like the world passed me by. Uh, Harry Potter, although maybe I guess I lucked out there, but <laughs> like like that stuff was around when I was of a young age. But I was at that age where like oh, I guess I'm too old for that. Not gonna not gonna give it the time of day. Disney when when I was growing up when I when I was a wee little kid in the 90s, Disney was very much associated with. You know the, the musical cartoons, like it was the Disney Renaissance, right? So right. things like the Little Mermaid, the Lion King. I, I didn't like any of that, and I felt like it was my hoity-toity elitism as a child, <laughs> where I was like, "This is being marketed to me because I'm a kid." Uh, you're gonna have to try harder than that. It was the same reason hmm, I didn't sorry. like. Do- it was the same reason I didn't like Dr. Seuss because I was like, I feel like you're. Talking down to me, what is this? Uh, I, I like <laughs> I like things that were counterculture for children. So I I was a Nickelodeon kid growing up, right? Like right. and I say like I didn't get in a SpongeBob. I'm talking pre SpongeBob Nickelodeon, like the original run of Nicktoons, um, th- their live action shows, which uh, were really what what I was into. Stuff like The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Um, all the Secret that. World of Alex Mack. Secret World of Alex Mack. Um, there was um, Keenan and Cal, of course. Our, right, our good course. friend Keenan Thompson, Funky Kong aficionado, if ever there was one. <laughs> Space Cases. That was that was an underrated show uh, for kids. It was like uh, kids Star Trek. But I, I I liked Nickelodeon, and I I felt like Nickelodeon didn't talk down to me. It was like, it treated me like I was a smart consumer. And yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) But you know, I I didn't like the stuff that adults tried to push on you. And they tried to push Disney stuff on you. And I was like, not a fan. Of course, since then, I've grown to appreciate Disney more. Like their legacy and the legacy of animation. Um, I feel like it's something you can't really appreciate if you're of that mindset until you're an adult. And of course, then Disney also just bought up everything. And so, <laughs> you, you, you know, even if you're not into the classic cartoons, Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, what have you, uh, do, do, do you like Marvel? Do you like Star Wars? There you go.
1: Odds are we're going to we're
0: gonna have something
1: you're going to like.
0: Do you like National Geographic? Because Disney apparently owns National <laughs> Geographic now. So, yeah, it's just, you know, I feel like I would have more interest going to Disney World or land nowadays than I did when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, I actually went to Universal Studios. It was my first big theme park experience because I wanted to go to Nickelodeon Studios, which was still an active TV studio at the time. And you could tour it. Uh, I saw Mark Summers from Double Dare,
1: thrilling moment in my young life. That's that's awesome. I I wish I could have done something like that. I'm I'm also a big. Uh, I was also a big Nickelodeon kid. I, yeah. I would have gone crazy. I went to uh, Great America once, and they had like a little mini Nickelodeon section there, uh-huh. but it it wasn't the same.
0: Yeah, they um. So so King's Dominion used to be owned by Paramount, which I think uh that park was also owned by Paramount. And yeah. so because Paramount was Viacom and and it, they owned Nickelodeon, there was also a Nickelodeon part of King's Dominion for, for a few years in the late nineties. And yeah, Was it, it cool? It, I mean it was it was the same. They 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 had like various little nickelodeon themed attractions you could walk through like uh this water maze that just like hose you down with all the wetness that just,
1: sounds familiar
0: just like ellie could they would occasionally have a, a stage show or something but it wasn't where they actually filmed the nickelodeon stuff so it, yeah it wasn't wasn't a special but yeah like uh, anyway, I'm sorry to derail you, Dustin. That was my childhood experience of avoiding Disney because I <laughs> I viewed myself as above it. But yeah, I, I would like to go now. But yeah, I, I've never been. I have no experience with Disneyland.
1: Okay. Um, well, I, I just ask because, um, I, I am a big Disneyland guy. We, Me and my family just went uh, a few months ago, uh, just as good as ever, uh, had a lot of fun with it. Um, but those kinds of rides, the dark rides are there. There's not like a whole lot to them, but I just, I really enjoy them just because there's a lot to admire there. Like seeing all the animatronics, seeing all the artistry put into these, like, oh man, last time I, what, when I went on, it's a small world. I was just like, oh, oh, what a wonderful little ride full of little, painted figurines
0: <laughs> there's three dark rides that i always go to uh, in my mind okay. when, I, when i think of the ideal i guess and, and i think minecart madness is going to blow them all out of the water uh when i went to universal studios when i was a kid there was an et ride and you you, you basically like ride on the bike, uh, Elliot's bike, not not my Elliot, not the elephant Elliot, uh the Elliot from <laughs> E.T., the movie. You ride on his bike, and, and E.T. enchants it, and you fly up into space, and you go to E.T.'s home planet, and it's all just indoors. It's a very calm, gentle ride, but it was just amazing as a kid. I wasn't even an E.T. fan. I was like, I think the movie's sad, I don't know, but... <laughs> it, it was just cool, because I was on an alien planet on a bike, and the bike was flying through the sky, and it made you believe, and the artistry right. was just off the charts. Um, then in King's Dominion here in Virginia, there I don't know if it's still active, I haven't been in King's Dominion in many years, but when it was owned by Paramount they did an outer limits tie-in called Flight of Fear which was uh Outer Limits is basically like the RC Cola to uh, the Twilight Zone's Coke you know it's just <laughs> just basically oh the off-brand Twilight Zone but they did right a ride called Outer Limits Flight of Fear which is a very intense roller coaster but it was all indoors set in like this it was the 90s, so of course the extraterrestrial craze, you know, the X-Files, uh, 50th anniversary of Roswell, it was just in the zeitgeist, Independence Day, so it was basically in this government facility, like uh, Area 51, and you get on an alien spacecraft, and it blasts you off, and you're just indoors, but you're in, you know, you're, you're like in space, but it's just completely pitch black, aside from some strobing lights, and but it was just just a very fun experience, and then the right. the most recent one is a roller coaster again here in Virginia at Busch Gardens in Virginia called uh, Verbolten, which takes place in the German Black Forest, and you're you're uh, it, it starts off outdoors, and then you go inside in the dark portion of it, and you're basically in the forest, and you're it alternates what's stalking you. Uh, it's either like a, a wolf uh, or like ghost, like spirits of the forest, or I think a witch. But you have different like things lighting up depending on the supernatural thing that's coming after you. And uh, it, it's just a, a fun experience. I love dark rides. I love that little extra element of fantasy beyond I'm just writing something really fun. It's no, yeah. I'm getting transported into this fantastical environment that I wouldn't otherwise ever get to be in.
1: Exactly. Totally. I'm, I'm right there with you. And that's why there's some of my, they're some of my favorite rides, even if they're not like those sound like you're saying those are like dark ride roller coasters. Kind of like this, right? Except ET.
0: ET was a very gentle ride uh both yeah. both uh Flight of Fear and verbolton are will, will make you piss your pants if you're not cuz <laughs> there's there's two parts of each ride. You can look these up. I I people have recorded their experiences on these roller coasters. You can watch them on YouTube, but there are t- jump scares in both where you're not expecting something insane to happen and then it happens and whoa you, like uh well, in in Verbolten, basically the track is out underneath you, and you fall. Ooh, yeah, and you're there, not expecting it, so
1: it's like a drop.
0: Yeah, it's a drop. Yeah, you drop out of the forest, and you're not expecting it, and it just—it's it, always fun because it's my favorite ride at uh, Bush Garden, So it's always fun to ride it with people who have clearly never ridden it, and just wait for the reaction. And it's just yeah, like, that's hee, tee he
1: that that's how I was when uh on our last Disneyland trip cuz uh they opened that Star Wars land there yeah. now and th- this was my first time going on that and they have this ride called a uh, Rise of the Resistance and it's it basically is just like a Star Wars uh dark thrill ride mm-hmm. and uh there's a couple parts with a drop and I was just like whoa I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think what this Donkey Kong ride reminds me of most is the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, which is what might be my favorite ride.
0: What well, is the Indiana it, it,
1: in my top five?
0: What is the Indiana Jones ride?
1: So uh, a group of people gets in like a, a little car, like a little uh, jalopy tour guide car, <laughs> and and it brings you through uh, a, a temple that Indiana Jones is in. Um, and you know, it, it, uh, th- it jostles you around, uh, it, it speeds up, slows down here and there as you go through this temple, there's projections of like bugs on the walls. You go through a, a room where there's skeletons blowing darts at you. So you, you have like, uh, air blowing at you from the sides. Uh, there's a big pit of fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know stuff like that. You just go through the track. Uh, here and there, you see Indiana Jones. You see, you see him like hand, hanging on a rope when the big boulder's coming at you, and he's. Uh, then you drop down below the boulder, and it does the da 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 da. Then it shows uh the, the the car slows down. You see Indiana Jones standing next to all the rubble, and he's like, "Next time, you're on your own." And everyone oh, laughs. That's scam. Get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you almost died. <laughs> I was going to
0: say, it's stupid that the Indiana Jones ride isn't a minecart, but I'm glad they didn't get there first.
1: Yeah, th- yeah, very true. So,
0: minecart madness, Dustin. Yes. This is uh what's called a boom coaster, which I love that name. So, such boom a, coaster. Such a, I've a never heard of it. Boom coaster. Well, you've never What's heard it of mean? it because it's a new type of roller coaster patented oh.
1: by Universal. I guess I guess that would explain it,
0: yeah. Yeah. So a boom coaster. It consists of four riders in a single enlarged minecart. It's it's kind of an exaggerated minecart because let's be honest, there would be brutal wait times if they just designed it to be the standard two seater. Minecart from Donkey Kong Country. You know, it it it, you want to have um as many people in it as feasible. I don't even know if like four people it's going to be enough because it'll be one cart going at a time. I mean, I I think they'll be staggered a little bit, so it's not like you have to wait for the you know the cart to go full completion because then yeah you're you're going to be waiting seven hours to get your turn. But yeah, they 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 have like these larger minecarts, which, you know, it is what it is. You just kind of have to accept it in a situation like this. But um, basically, it is simulating a traditional wooden roller coaster. But the minecart itself is actually connected to a secondary track that's running underneath the minecart track. Which is, which is not uh, a track so much as a sideways rail, a, a metal sideways rail. So you're not actually on the minecart track. Your brain thinks you're on the minecart track. But the, the minecart itself is actually connected by a beam to this kind of invisible sideways rail underneath it.
1: All right, all right. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It makes sense. It's kind of like an inverse hanging coaster.
0: It's tricking your brain into thinking you're on a runaway minecart, cart, which right. will allow it to simulate things that would be impossible in a real setting with safety concerns. So like Temple of Doom or Donkey Kong Country, you've got those jumps over the broken parts of the track. That's how you're going to be able to achieve it. With this, because it's not actually jumping over a broken track, you're always safely attached to the 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 real track. But your your eyes are only seeing, and your body's only feeling the the simulation of the jump. Therein lies the thrills, Dustin.
1: Oh, I'm beginning to see from whence the thrills come from. <laughs>
0: So if the mere act of of riding a minecart in Donkey Kong country wasn't enough to get the juices flowing uh open up that bottle and let it pour out because here we go
1: oh man i i can't wait to get my juices flowing so that's effectively what minecart
0: madness will be that that is that is the gimmick of it that that is what this i don't know what where they get boom coaster from um but it's <laughs> yeah, just, where's the boom part uh boom goes the dynamite in in <laughs> w- when the the mole miners blow shit up i don't know but awesome here's what what i think will excite s- some of the hardcore fans out there so there's going to be of course a queue area oh. and probably massive lines when this opens up But they're going to keep it entertaining. They're going to keep it light because they're going to have animatronics in the queue area. Oh, now Universal has again patented a new type of animatronic. And looking at the diagrams that that have come out for, for this patent, these are going to be highly targeted animatronics that will actually start talking to you you as you stand in front of it, it like it, it, these animatronics will make eye contact with you and they'll start talking directly to you and that's done through a variety of sensors that um, are aligned are all over the, the queue area so it will be pinpointed right when you're in the right spot these animatronics will talk to you. And it's not currently known which characters these will consist of, but knowing what we know from the characters that will appear during the ride itself, it is likely just based off process of elimination that these will probably be cranky Kong and squawks at the very great. Yeah. At the very least, those two, there may be more. But, uh, the Cranky Kong and Squawks are the, are the most likely culprits. Can you just imagine Cranky Kong giving you shit as you're waiting in line? I cannot imagine a more delightful proposition for the Donkey Kong country (laughs) devotee. Just, just having Cranky Kong ream you a new one.
1: That would be, that's all I've ever wanted in life.
0: And i I don't know if he's going to waggle his cane at you and and you know he's he's obviously not going to strike you with his cane he's not going to beat you with his cane like he does for Donkey Kong in the original well we'll PCC. see but i i i can I can just picture him like making the motion from a from a safe distance right because you right. can't you can't touch the animatronic the animatronic cannot touch you. these are very expensive pieces of -of state-of-the-art technology so you've got to keep i'm I'm sure they're going to be climate controlled a little bit too so they're not just gonna you know get wrecked in the humidity but you know you'll be able to be within eye eye line range earshot of cranky kong just bitching you out
1: yeah, I, I can't wait. And he, Universal Studios, I've only been there once, but they do a pretty good job with, like, all of their queues. Like, uh, last time me and my family went, we did that uh, Harry Potter ride, and uh, I, I know Harry Potter's not exactly the hottest commodity right now, but, boy, it was a cool queue. And, and even the Mario ride, even. uh, Like, I haven't been, but I've watched the videos of that Mario Kart ride, uh, mm-hmm. That queue is crazy, just jam-packed with all sorts of little Easter eggs and details.
0: You know, this is kind of Rare-related. There used to be a James Bond ride at King's Dominion. And, Ooh. yeah, th- this was, like, Brosnan-era Bond, too. Like, mid to late 90s. This was around, I think, when Tomorrow Never Dies came out. And right after GoldenEye, you know, be- GoldenEye 007 became, like, the big game on the n64 they, they had a um james bond ride which was like a, a motion ride with like motion seats and you're just basically watching uh it, it was from a first person perspective where you were like the, the gimmick was you were wearing glasses that showed you what bond was going through and he was like fighting terrorists on a train on like on top of a train and then you know at the very end, he uh, seduces uh, a, a sexy like lady or something, and then uh, they like they're like, "Oh, you can't see that, naughty, naughty." And um, <laughs> but you know, you know what really made that Q line exciting? What uh, Q? The character from James Bond. He talked to you. They actually got uh, Desmond Llewellyn, the actor who played him, like for. 40 years. They got him to record stuff for the Q line, and he was talking to you. And they also got Judy Dench as M talking to you. And they recorded original lines for them. Uh, which is a shame. It's it's lost. It's lost now. It's lost media. Like where's where? That's too bad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They uh, they
1: had Q in the Q. You're saying they had
0: Q in the Q, uh, which is the only reason I brought that up. I was like, ooh, I can
1: do wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they that that should have been the big selling point. Come see Q in the Q. Right. So anyway, cranky Kong potentially
0: in the queue potentially squawks maybe more characters. We don't know. Uh, maybe it won't be squats. Maybe it won't be cranky, but I think it's gonna be cranky. How could it not be
1: cranky? Yeah, I I totally agree. So as,
0: as you uh load onto the minecart, as you get your body in the seat of the minecart, uh, it, it, it's it's like I said, only one. Uh, carts uh, of four riders will be dispatched at a time. Um, so we we don't know what that's going to entail. But according to rumors, there's going to be some sort of moving platform, and I don't know what that means. Like the platform will move you up to the minecart. Like it's going to be like some sort of like um, levitating thing. I don't I don't know.
1: To be Weird, determined. There, interesting. Yeah.
0: So, so the minecart, uh, takes off and you turn right. I'm describing minecart madness to you, by the way, right now. Like, we're gonna go through it through completion and I'm gonna tell you everything we know. So if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, tune out now because we're, we're gonna get into spoiler territory here. So you turn right. Dustin, I'm sorry, I didn't even ask you. Do you want to be spoiled?
1: Oh, go right ahead. Okay. I'm sure by the time I finally get to write on it, I will have forgotten all of this. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, pills make you forget. I don't retain conversations. Oh,
0: that's a shame.
1: So, <laughs>
0: you turn right, uh, and, and you move out of the temple, and, and, uh, on your left, you're gonna see Diddy Kong as an animatronic. He's gonna, like, be waving to you or something. It's gonna be, hi, Diddy. How? Oh, there's Diddy. I'm, i am
1: I'm on board already. I'm sold. Now, this won't be the last time. That's all I needed.
0: They're going to have numerous Diddy Kong animatronics throughout this ride. Oh, my goodness. This won't be the last time you'll see your good pal Diddy. Uh, but
1: it, it's, it's kind of like when K rule got into smash brothers and we were like, Oh, any other DK characters, I would feel greedy if I got more <laughs> DK characters." here. I, here. I'm like, I, you're giving me more Diddy Kong animatronics. Did I win the lottery or what? It's like when they announced Donkey Kong country returns and we saw
0: Diddy and was like, all right, that's all I need. Just thank God. Diddy's <laughs> did it. That's
1: all I need for this whole theme park.
0: So you launch out of a barrel cannon. Um, you, you you go through you you go forward and up uh and, and incline and you pass through uh a giant barrel cannon that's located near the upper part of the temple which has the golden temple head facade that was used in a Super Mario Brothers movie uh that that is the most distinctive part of this diorama when when you look at it uh, the big yeah. centerpiece that you'll see from a distance is this golden temple style head. Well, right next to it is a big barrel cannon. You get, lo- you're going to get like launched out of the barrel cannon. There's going to be like this propulsion where the minecart will pick up speed because you got boom. And this will simulate you getting shot out of the barrel cannon over the waterfall pouring out of the monkey statue mouth. Love it. Yeah, and this is where Squirt could be. Squirt could pop out and say, How you doing?
1: I'm Squirt. Hey, it's me. Remember me?
0: Everybody love DKC3. Everybody loves Squirt.
1: <laughs> uh, go buy some Squirt shirts in your little store. I'll hose you down. You hose me down. How about that? <laughs> and then everyone in the cart's clapping their hands and feet like, Yes!
0: Also, I can't do that voice for too much longer. I have to. I, I can feel my throat starting to waver a little bit. It's yeah. Getting,
1: well, not everyone has what it takes to be squirt in this world, so we can just move on.
0: Yeah. Uh, my, my voice is getting rickety, more rickety than a minecart. So. Whoa. So you're gonna you're gonna. Land back on the minecart track. Of course, this is all simulated. You never leave the track. There's no life or death shenanigans here. It's just all <laughs> it, it's all make believe, but you you're gonna feel like you, you you're uh going going off the track. You're gonna land back on the track, and another minecart's gonna turn up a corner up ahead to the left, and it's gonna be heading straight towards you. You're going you're, you're gonna to be risking oh my a minecart collision. And inside that minecart, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are going to be in it together.
1: Oh my god, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was responsible for the deaths of Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong.
0: It's like the trolley problem. Would you rather kill Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong or everyone <laughs> else in your minecart? Of course. Everyone, everyone else. else. Yeah. Of so, course. So, luckily, it's going to be a near miss because your minecart's going to veer to the right at the last moment. Like, boom, you're going to miss them. And then they're going to go on their way. They're going to go on their way. You're going to go on your way. Everyone is safe and sound. But what a thrilling moment that was.
1: (laughs) I was on the edge of my seat just listening to it. So you're going
0: to go back outside and then there's going to be another big jump. And this jump is going to be uh, unaccompanied by any barrel cannon. It's just going to be a big natural leap from one broken minecart track, um, like one side of the broken minecart track to the other. And it's going to be in the middle, a bunch of wooden spikes. That's right. You'd oh. be jumping over the wooden spikes, uh, woo! the famous wooden spikes from Donkey Kong. <laughs> There's been wooden spikes in several games. <laughs> so you're back outside. You uh, you you've safely landed. You 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 haven't gotten impaled because the the impaler is Dracula, and he's over at the Universal Monsters part of the park. That was close. <laughs> You, you take a steep, banked turn around a statue that is purported to be of Mugly. So so Ooh. you know how in Donkey Kong Country Returns you've got those statues of Mugly before you meet Mugly?
1: Oh, of course I
0: do, hile And you know how those statues spray bananas at you?
1: Oh my god, are they going to really spray bananas right at you? That would be amazing, but
0: it would be a waste of food. So <laughs> that's wh- true. So what they're going to do is, oh yeah, they're going to hose you down.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's also good on these hot, hot uh, theme park days. So this
0: probably means Squirt won't come out of the waterfall if they're also going to hose you down with the Mugly statues. But, you know, oh. they, could, they could hose you down numerous times. Pour some sugar on me, baby, is what I say to all the Donkey Kong characters. <laughs> sugar, bean, water.
1: Right. You you want to ask all of them just in case one of them says, "Yeah, okay." So anyway, the, the Mugly statues get you wet,
0: and I think it's great that that Mugly, uh will be represented in some form because what an ugly yeah. bastard that was. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, look at that ugly bastard. I'd want him in this ride. So after you get wet, you're going to go
0: back into the temple. You're going to be back indoors. And I don't know if you, you've pieced together um the outdoor por- portions versus the indoor portions. The outdoor portions are full of practical spectacle, where, where you you you're overcoming like, um, death-defying leaps, and and you're getting, like, hosed down. Stuff that can exist outside. The inside stuff is going to be a lot more sensitive, and it's going to have more in the way of animatronics or props. So every time we go inside, that's, that's a clue that we're about to see a character. So we go back inside, and then we see another minecart ahead. This time, it's got a mole miner inside. The famous Mole Miners, uh, which Love rec- them. recently got immortalized in Lego form as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they're really moving on up in the Donkey Kong food chain.
0: So because we are about to collide with a Mole Miner, our mine cart, we leap from our track to a track running parallel to us to our right. So you know how in Tropical Freeze, you can jump from
1: one track to another,
0: to avoid obstacles?
1: Uh, that sounds familiar, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you do that here. You do that here. You jump to your right in the minecart. I don't know how you all collectively decide to do that. All right, everybody, we're going to hit that <laughs> mole, so everybody really put your weight into it. One, two, three. <laughs> it, it,
1: if anyone doesn't like this plan, you're going to be responsible for us hitting this mole. Right, yeah, it's... it's I I don't know
0: how they're gonna sell that illusion because you think it w- <laughs> it would require like everyone working as a team to really make you feel like you're actually doing it. But whatever, whatever. Uh, you're on the new track, but oh no, the track is blocked up ahead, so you have to jump oh, back no. to the original track to your left. Now that the mole miner has passed, so boom, boom, boom. Anyway. That's fun. That's exciting. But what's even Love more it. exciting is who we're about to meet, Dustin. Oh. Because we're going to hit the halfway point of the roller coaster. And you know what that means.
1: You know what that means. Yup, it's him himself.
0: Yep. An animatronic of Professor Chops waving his flag to let you know. If you die, you get the restart right here. <laughs> uh, thank, uh, thank you. That's exactly what I needed. Which I hope nobody tests that out. Like, I, I hope <laughs> that nobody's like, oh, thank God I got to Professor Chops. And then it just leap out of the mine cart. And, and uh, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't really work. Don't
1: worry, work. mom. I hit the checkpoint. <laughs> it doesn't
0: really work in real life, people. Professor Chops cannot save you. <laughs> Look at his little pig arms. But after Professor Chops, oh no! So oh. up, up ahead, we have a giant projection of Tiki Tong. Yes, Tiki Tong. Uh, Tiki Tong is just hanging out in Minecart Madness. Uh, I, I don't think this is going to be an electronic. I think it's going to be a projection. I'm not really sure how they're going to bring the illusion of Tiki Tong to life, but, um, Tiki Tong and his little hands have <laughs> twisted the track into a corkscrew.
1: So, oh my goodness.
0: So rather than, um, like falling upside down, uh you just you fall from this section to another section of the track ahead so so tiki tong has screwed things up for you you're now down on another track and then you turn right you go um outside you're you're safe from tiki tong that that devious rascal and <laughs> ahead are screaming pillars and we've seen these in the diorama we've seen these in the concept art the screaming pillars the Screaming Pillars are apparently functional, and they scream at you.
1: <laughs> That's what I look for in a ride. Yeah. I, I like the rides that scream at you. And I think um, one of them, at the very least,
0: one of them will drop. And Ooh. you you have to jump over it.
1: Wow, interesting.
0: Yeah. So you, you go around the corner. um, and then it you're so fast you're, you're moving so fast and so reckless at this point that it looks like uh, two of the wheels are coming off the track like you're you're only on the track on two wheels like you're, you're going sideways at this point uh, right real, real life and death shit here if this actually was real so uh you finally your, your cart finally uh, realigns itself, but just as Everything goes back to normal. You're jumping over the the water, the moat. The the same moat that at one time they planned for a Tiki Tech tribe ship to be in. So you're you're jumping from one side of the track to another across the moat.
1: Love that. I I love jumping over moats. That's what I look for in rides. You go
0: back inside the temple then... And a large Donkey Kong animatronic is inside, waving at you. So apparently he and Diddy got off the minecart, their own minecart, And Donkey Kong's just hanging out now. And he's saying, oh, hey, yeah, we almost killed each other. Hello. <laughs> uh, and then finally, you go to the right. And as you're nearing the end of the ride, a- as the minecart is slowing down, you see Diddy Kong once more Diddy Kong has found the massive enormous golden banana Um, the same golden banana that was seen at the end of Donkey Kong Country Returns the one that if you bite into it you get transported to Tiki Tong's home dimension so Diddy reaches out to grab it and we disembark we don't actually get to see him transport himself to the cloud realm
1: but oh man, what a, what a roller coaster
0: that roller coaster was! Right of emotions and of the body. Right, uh, Dustin. I think this is like this, this. All sounds amazing to me. Like when I was fantasizing about a Donkey Kong minecart roller coaster when I was a kid. Of course, I wouldn't have imagined things like Professor Chops and Tiki Tonk because they weren't invented yet. But I I would have never thought it would be this involved or this full of references from the
1: games. Same, that that's a lot. That that sounds like a very involved roller like I I'm, I'm struggling to think of anything that's just filled with that much stuff.
0: Yeah, and w- what I really like about it is, you know, it's it's a roller coaster. Yeah, the whole family can enjoy, but it should be full of enough excitement especially for the Donkey Kong fan. That you won't feel like you're you've been ripped off in the thrills department. So even if you don't like roller coasters, you may find yourself willing to risk this one. Because I, I know yeah, you know exactly. there are some people who just cannot do roller coasters. I used to be terrified of roller coasters too. I eventually like worked my way up to. um Enjoying them, um, it, you know. I, I had a fear of heights when I was a kid. I I got over it slowly, mostly by hiking. Honestly, like hiking mountainsides and and stuff really helped get me over my um, r- reservations about heights and drops and and so now roller coasters are are just a lot of fun for me. But um, this one, it, it should feel safe. Like it's going to simulate the. The fear and the thrills, but you're not actually going to be in any danger. You're not going to be going upside down or anything. So,
1: right? Yeah, I think it sounds like a great time. I can't wait. Uh, I I like roller coasters. I don't go to a lot of theme parks that has roller coasters. Like Disneyland has like a couple, and uh-huh. and they're not they're uh they're great. I love them. Uh they have one that's based around the Incredibles that that's probably my favorite ride. Uh I can't wait to do this. It combines my two favorite kinds of rides, uh roller coasters and dark rides. It's, it it you throw Donkey Kong in there, it sounds like a ride made specifically for me.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it is a ride literally made for me. Like I cannot imagine a better Roller coaster for me, except you know, if it had more characters, if I got you know, <laughs> if, if they had like a, a six seater, but only four people got in, and you were riding with Brash Bear and Zaninab, or uh, <laughs> you know, just just go crazy with it. But I, 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 yeah, I, I am so pleased with how this is lining up, and I, you know, I don't think they're going to be changing anything from the. Reported plans because it is under construction right now so unless something is just completely not feasible but i imagine they've already workshopped all of that stuff out the the schematics are in place so i don't think we're gonna get too many deviations from what we know
1: yeah i mean it it sounds great i don't need deviations that every part of that sounds great i i love donkey kong waving to me (laughs) (laughs)
0: The part I really like is Donkey and Diddy almost crashing into us because that's the kind of reckless shit that they would pull. Yeah. For sure. All right, we have some calls to take, Dustin. Uh, I I want to play each one. I'm sure each one will have a different point for us to address. So, let's listen to each one, really absorb what they're saying, and then Uh we'll do our best to make it worth their while that they called in.
1: That's a good idea, Heil. I you know what? I I think I'm down for that. I'm down to listen to some phone calls while we're here.
0: And I just want to remind people that you too can call into the DK Vine hotline at any time by dialing 1202-630-vine. That's 8463 and uh specifically, you know, we usually solicit calls for when we announce a show topic and we're saying hey we're taking calls for this one call in if you have thoughts or questions about this topic you can also call in at any time and if if you just want to ramble to the dk vine hotline you can i can't promise we will play the call in any (laughs) in any immediate time frame but maybe we'll, we'll eventually get around to it you never know right all right let's play the first call
3: hey heil hey dustin this is traveler of the stars here it's always difficult to call in because you always play like 40 chess with what you're talking about. I feel like anything I say, you may already cover. So I'll just quickly say the basics. Yeah, I hope that, you know, they take some little bits from the retro era, maybe some payon smatterings, some rare era stuff, maybe some hints at the new era of Donkey Kong. I know there's that Ellie uh statue. Obviously there's a lot of returns aesthetics. But uh, hopefully all that stuff is there. Um hopefully there's a Professor Chop statue. So I don't know, you and you and Jess can like I don't know, piss on it like Conquer. I don't know, like, like 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 hit it in the face. I don't know what you want to do to it. But um anyway, I guess what I would wanna see is like talking about the merch. There's uh I would say t-shirts and clothing is really cool. I guess for me, uh I don't know if you know the file, but, you know, yeah. uh, that little Pikmin game just came out. As a big Pikmin fan. Um, I was really a big fan of the merch pu- uh, push that Nintendo was doing I it in Japan, everywhere but the U.S., because we ever get good things here for merch. They have stuff like, oh, a foaming soap dispenser or, like, Pikmin vases. And I don't know if you know, Heil, but Pikmin have, like, plants like like flowers grow out of their heads like little pikmin bases that's like a genius idea or like pikmin hand towels basically all like kind of real life stuff that you can use that like also can fit the character um potentially i don't know what you do for donkey kong there like a, a banana holder uh a motorized tie rack i don't i don't know uh which Total aside, Heil, I know you're, you're the Mr., if not Lego, Lego guy. Uh, in the Toadstool Tour episode, you referred to Pikmin as Pikmins. Um so the Pikmin community is very angry at you. The plural Pikmin is Pikmin. So, you know, I just, I just gotta tell you that. But, uh, anyway, I don't know, what, what kind of non-clothing merch would you guys be interested in? Like, uh, maybe like, uh, Professor Chops, like, Bacon or meat grinder? I don't know. Just what, what do you got? What do you guys want? What, ooh, what about like a tiki tong, like banana masher a like grind up bananas, right? Or like, was that a kernel pluck, like you, if you stomped on the bananas? Or in the factory world, remember that? Maybe something like that. Um, maybe like a cattle nine tails hairbrush, right? That'd be pretty cool, right? Anyway, uh that's all I got. See ya. Well, thank you for the call, Traveler
0: of the Stars. And I would like to issue an apology to the Pikmin community for my transgressions.
1: You should uh, feel ashamed of yourself.
0: Uh, you know, the, the, these, these types of apologies are never easy to make. Uh, That's will true. I promise you I will try to do better in the future.
1: Well, don't worry. We're going to give Heil 40 lashes after this. Ooh,
0: with the cat nine
1: tails. Yeah, we know how much you love that guy.
0: I, I do, I do. Yeah, so I knew we would circle back around to merch, and, you know, Traveler of the Star said I played forty chests chess with, with the topics and how I structure them and talking points, and sure enough, I knew this was going to come up in one of the calls, which is why we didn't really go all in on it um, yet, but... Yeah, Dustin, what What do you think, like from the fly and buy or from the uh, larger, broader gift shops outside of DKC and Super Nintendo World, what do you think Donkey Kong merch wise would, would be a fun little uh, or, or extravagant um, park object to buy?
1: Well, I got to say, I think my favorite uh, suggestion from the call is the banana holder. That, that's something you can put to practical use. I feel
0: like a banana holder is something you would buy from (laughs) AdamandEve.com.
1: So what would it be? How does a banana holder? is it just something you you place like a banana inside of a hole and it just holds it for you? I feel like that is kind of
0: a stupid thing because most bananas (laughs) come in bunches. And so you have right. to break off a banana, but not eat it. You got to put it in the banana holder for later.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll put this one in the banana holder for, for when I'm in the mood for it. And that's the that's banana that's on deck. That's the one that's going into my <laughs> mouth next. <laughs> <laughs> It's so they can make a Pixar movie where the bananas are alive and the and it's like you're the next banana and the banana's like ah oh, rescue me please other bananas and then they have a whole scene where they rescue the banana and escape.
0: Don't spoil the next Pixar movie for me. I was really looking oh, forward sh- to I'm it. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <Heil>. I I <laughs> Well, uh it could be a big like Donkey Kong hand, just an open palm DK hand that holds the whole bunch.
0: Yeah, I feel like selling gorilla palms has negative connotations given that's what poachers have done for (laughs) centuries.
1: I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, What would I like to see, though? Here's my thing. I'm pretty simple when it comes – I'm simple to please when it comes to buying merch and stuff. Um, I don't think this is something they would do. But my favorite thing to buy anytime me and my family go to Disneyland – is um art prints. They have like mm. uh stores where they just sell uh prints of different works of art by different artists and I just love collecting those. Every time I go, I buy like a handful of them. I think last time I got like 8 of them. Uh but and that I don't think that's something they would do. That's for something with that that's tied to animation and artwork like uh like Disney is. I wouldn't expect to see something like that at a Donkey Kong theme park. But if I had my choice, that's what it would be. Just prints of different artworks done by different artists of whatever characters or scenes they want to do. That would be great. I'd go bankrupt buying all of them. (laughs) You know what would be fun? What? What? What would be fun?
0: Actually having official Donkey Kong ties. Or or yeah. Diddy Kong hats or Dixie Kong berets.
1: Those, those feel like no brainers. Yeah. Like I would I would be surprised if we didn't see those. Funky Kong bandana and sunglasses. Like yeah. imagine wearing those funky Kong sunglasses around town. Official swanky Kong cologne. <laughs> Smell just like swanky. Exactly. <laughs> Finally, I've I've been waiting for years to get the uh, the authentic scent.
0: Yeah, like like I think just it'll it'll be exciting to get just a healthy dollop of new Donkey Kong merchandise because I feel like it's been pretty limited. There was that brief push for Donkey Kong merchandise back when they like separated Donkey Kong from the Super Nintendo light or Super Mario license. Back uh, around 2018 or so. And we got things like Donkey Kong shot glasses and Donkey Kong socks.
1: Yeah, I, I got a nice uh, Funky's Flights t-shirt out of it <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But there wasn't really, like, it kind of dried up quickly after that. Not having a new game or anything to yeah. really support it. And, uh, yeah, it'll be nice just to have stuff that isn't just Donkey and Diddy, hopefully.
1: Yeah, you, you know what I think would be nice? Uh, plushes of the animal buddies. Oh, like, yeah. You, you can expect plushes of the Kongs, uh, but I'd love like a little stuffed Rambi or or Winky the Frog.
0: Well, you know, considering Rambi and Ellie at the very least seem to be a part of the plans for Donkey Kong Country, the theme park, yeah, a, a plush Rambi and Ellie would definitely be on the table because, yeah, if, if, if you like that elephant who hosts you down you can take it home take her home with you
1: that would be great imagine like uh i i know at disneyland at least sometimes you'll find like uh novelty uh water bottles yeah uh to drink from imagine a water (laughs) bottle where the nozzle is ellie's trunk (laughs) finally i can wrap my mouth around her nose and (laughs) drink from ellie's nose like the true kings and queens. Yeah, just have
0: at it. Well, thank you for the call, Traveler of the Stars. Let's go ahead and play our second call.
2: Hello, hi, I'm Dustin. This is Kong 20 xx from the DK Vine forums, and I'm going to be talking about the Donkey Kong theme park that you both are doing for the conservation episode here. Uh, As someone who lives far away from both Universal parks that will inevitably have this land, I'll be very interested in the merchandise aspect. Same, especially since hopefully Free this means we will get other Donkey Kong characters besides from the main character is Diddy. I got a few questions to ask about this real quick. I'm going to ram fire for this here. Because this, first question is, because this theme park expansion is based heavily on DKC Returns, could we get a port or a remake of that coming to the Switch as a way of synergizing the park with the games? Second question, what new character or characters that you both want to see be created exclusively for the section, like with the character Chef Toad in the Mario par- part of the park. Lastly, what item that is only available to the Universal Parks would you both like to see in the funky sign-by shop that is specifically developed by Nintendo themselves Again, to the Toko Toko walking Mario toy that they also did and showed off in that one Nintendo Direct for the park? Anyways, that's all I'll be asking for this conversation episode. Just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to this call, and I'll be watching this live. See you both later. Bye-bye.
0: Well, thank you for the call. And yes, I do see you in our live stream. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, circling back around to merchandise again, but we also got some other questions in there. Uh, the... the qu- the topic of a Donkey Kong Country Returns port uh, that doesn't use the the old waggle controls, um, similar to Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, but of course, you know, with, with a much higher frame rate, resolution, graphic graphical fidelity, uh, it, it comes up often because it seems like uh, a missing hole, especially considering... Returns is 13 years old or be 13 years old this November and so much of this park and and really just the modern iconography of Donkey Kong is based on it but it, it's kind of just not available to play unless you have a, a Wii or or a Wii U and, and the the game itself so why haven't they done it why like they they brought over all these other games to the Switch, including Tropical Freeze, Where is Returns? Uh, and it's a good question. Um, honestly, you think they would have released it by now to continue to fill the gap in time between retro-ceasing uh, Tropical Freeze and the new game going through development hell, uh, Vicarious Visions, and then reportedly a Nintendo EPD now. But uh I, I don't know, because I feel like it would be something that they would want Retro to do, and I don't know if Retro has the time to do it right now, considering yeah. uh the speaking of development hell, Metroid Prime 4.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. I would love uh an H D port of returns, but I I don't feel very I, I, I just don't see it happening right now. Um I could be wrong. But um, especially if we have a new DK game uh, sooner or later, right? Um, I wonder if they'd want to release a port and maybe build up a little hype for it. Uh, I mean, you never know. They released those uh, remasters for Pikmin 1 and 2 right before uh, Pikmin 4 released that's true um,
0: that's true I, yeah. I I was thinking i don't know, want to say
1: it's impossible
0: I was thinking they wouldn't want to like, divert attention away from the new Donkey Kong game eventually and and you know dilute their sales at all, but you know they release like four Mario games a year like what would, would it really harm things or would it just build excitement so it's it's possible nothing is impossible honestly yeah. so
1: um, honestly, I feel like if it wasn't for those uh those Pikmin re-releases, I would say no. But, uh, since they did Pikmin, and they did the Metroid Prime 1 remaster, I, I feel a little more positive that they could do it now.
0: Yeah, I, I just, just don't know if they would divert resources at Retro to, to do it or, or what. Yeah. Um, hard to say, but, uh, as, as far as the, the merchandise goes, um, you know, yeah, like, just just having having more characters would be great. Now, you brought up the original character of, of the Chef Toad, which they do sell as plushes um, in, in the, the gift shops. And would we get a similar original park creation for the Donkey Kong Country section? Probably not, because with the... Uh, toads and what have you it's it's kind of just really easy to create a new character well here's here's a toad right. a different hat it's a new character
1: this this toad is a chef
0: right i mean yeah you know you, you can make jokes and say well isn't that just what kongs are they all look the same but you know you put sunglasses on donkey kong now he's funky kong you put a <laughs> you put a leisure coat on Donkey Kong, and now he's Swanky Kong, but it's a little bit more involved than that with Kongs, and it would be fun to have an original creation for the park, an original Kong, just for Super Nintendo World. I don't really see it, though. What I would vote for if I had my way, and I do not have my way, but I would have an original Brothers Bear. Ooh, that's a good pick. That, that would, like, be like a uh, a theme park manager like Funfair bear or something i you'd have to start with a b I, I i don't have time to pull up my thesaurus to really like go through the the possibilities there but you know um that that would be fun if we were doing something along the same lines i very much doubt um i very very much doubt we'll we'll see it there but it does bring up dustin um food uh-huh. like uh, food. If there are food kiosks Here In Donkey Kong Country Now
1: we don't I wonder we, I, I feel like
0: there'd have to be something Probably something uh, Beyond just vending machines There there would probably be a little A little shack here or there For slushies or, or something And then that brings up the possibility How would you theme it I mean I'm sure there would be banana themed stuff Maybe frozen bananas I I don't know But DK's banana split Uh, But I just hope they have vegan options for me, because I would feel feel cheated being one of the world's biggest Donkey Kong Country fans and not being able to partake in any authentic Donkey Kong Country food.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, But yeah, um, the chef Toad brought that to mind, because nothing in the plan so far have said anything about food. Uh, But I'm sure there will be food somewhere, so...
1: Yeah. Um, So the character I had in mind is not nearly as good as yours. Um, I was thinking like a security guard Kong who's just like making sure kids aren't like jumping all over everything. He's just like, (laughs) hey, 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 get off there, ma'am, ma'am, please control your child. Or, uh, hey, hey, you're not big enough for this ride, pal. It's a
0: shame in this instance that Nintendo does not have the rights to TT the stopwatch. Just so you could have (laughs) him going around saying, no, no, no. No, no, no. No no crawling all over the rides. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's so threadbare, the recognition that actual Donkey Kong characters get, that I don't even think we need a new character for the park. Just give us any characters. Like... (laughs) i'm not gonna be picky we joke about professor chops but i would love professor chops merchandise because oh my god it's somebody other than donkey
1: and diddy exactly yeah give me like professor chops give me what's his (laughs) lord frederick i forgot his (laughs) name for a second uh just give me anyone please just give this series characters some
0: love that that's it dustin uh it'll be Snomad slushies
1: Oh, that's perfect.
0: You made me have a Bashmaster bear with the lolly, like, on the sign or something. Ooh, yeah, that would be great. See, Heil, you just have all the
1: ideas. You should be the one running this park.
0: I should be the one running everything, but...
1: That's, that's true. That's know, what we've been saying for you years. S- you
0: sell yourself as a Donkey
1: Kong journalist, and nobody takes you seriously. Well, that that's their fault. Someday they'll recognize you.
0: Alright, Freezer in a in the live stream said butthole bear, and I don't know the connotation there, except we were trying to come up with original bee names, and I don't know how you <laughs> how you land on butthole bear.
1: What what would butthole bear's theme be? <laughs> Is butthole
0: like the last <laughs> B word that hasn't been used? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> That's the last one. just imagine this last bears in line. He's like, all right, I'm finally going to get my role in the next donkey Kong country. What do I get?
0: (laughs) Similar to the banana and the banana holder. All right. It's my turn. What do I get? (laughs) I get eaten. What? (laughs) Oh no. All right. Well, thank you uh, for the call. Let's play our third and final call for this episode. And we'll wrap this up with some final thoughts on the Donkey Kong Country theme
4: park. Hi, I was calling uh I was calling into the show about the Donkey Kong theme park and what we would like to see. I think a very realistic thing that would also be cool is some sort of uh some sort of park story, kind of like Bowser Jr. story in the Mario area of Super Nintendo world we have now. Uh I think there's a lot of potential for like little mini games and stuff you could do. Uh so like some some of the bonus layout uh room layouts from the Retro DK Games Returns, Tropical Freeze. You could reimagine those uh, into challenges, like shoot Donkey Kong through a barrel at the right time uh, to get bananas or whatever, For uh, so like physical attractions. You could, like, beat on, like, a Tiki's head uh, a certain amount of times so up in the time limit, and you could have one of those, like, a cinematic final showdown and, like, Tiki Kong's Volcano again, a lot like confronting Bowser Jr. at the end of uh, the Nintendo World story right now. Uh, could you get a K. rule cameo in there? Probably not, but that would be fun to see. But yeah, I hope that we have like, the interactivity elements that we've seen with the Nintendo World so far.
0: Well, thank you for the call. And, and yeah, we know the power band is, is going to be in use, at least in the limited capacity with the Animal Buddy minigames. But I do right. think there is a potential for there to be uh, sort of a running story or subplot similar to the Bowser Jr. one. If you don't know what they're talking about, you can just look it up. Uh, there's lots of documentation now for uh, both the Osaka and the Hollywood parks. But, you know, this park was conceived right after Tropical Freeze. Or is starting to be conceived right after Tropical Freeze. And heavily based, exclusively based at the time. Except for, you know, Ellie uh on on the retro mm-hmm. era so in that time period we have the smash ballot we had king k roll sort of being forced back into prominence as the main series villain due to fan demand and nintendo being like oh my god really him okay people uh, like this guy so like things like tiki tong almost seem like they're um anachronisms at this point, right? Like, Tiki, tiki yeah. Tong, really? Haven't we, we all just got past that guy? But <laughs> I think a, a park story would actually be a really fun way you could incorporate K. Rool, um in a way that doesn't, you know, require years of planning for animatronics or whatever. I mean, it would still require plans and, and legwork, but you could you could thread K. Roll through The fabric of Donkey Kong Country theme park without having to uproot anything already planned necessarily infrastructure wise for Donkey Kong Country. So that I mean, I I think that would be great. Have K. Roll steal the bananas and you have to find the bananas throughout Donkey Kong Country, like the hidden bananas, and then you get to give them back. Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah. I would love to give Donkey Kong bananas. I'd be like, here you go. I did the hard work for you. Don't even worry about it.
0: And they sure would probably just have the Tiki Tag tribe steal the bananas. Uh, but I, I think K. Rool's going to be back to prominence in the actual mainline series sooner than later. So they might as well accommodate him now, right?
1: Exactly. Like, you don't want the park to feel outdated without its big main villain.
0: Well, and that actually brings up, like, the point I I really want to make here in, in our final thoughts, Dustin. Okay. So, the biggest criticism I hear from fellow Donkey Kong fans is that this is obviously based heavily, heavily... On returns and to a lesser extent Tropical Freeze. And yes, the presence of Ellie in the diorama and the likelihood that she will be included in this minigame as an animatronic who probably gets you wet. Uh that that does give <laughs> us some hope. It gives us something to cling to, like oh wow, a Donkey Kong Country 3 animal buddy. Like animal buddies are are hard to come by anyway, aside from Rambi and Squawks, but Ellie, oh my um, that, that, that gives us something to go off of, of well, you know, sky's the limit potentially but can older fans uh, of the rare vintage expect to see anything from the original Donkey Kong Country trilogy or, or Donkey Kong 64 or even the post-buyout pre-retro titles I I think older fans or rare purists, uh, and I, of course, count myself among them, I think we do need to accept that Donkey Kong Country Returns is the franchise's permanent baseline going forward. There is no going back at this point. It is Donkey Kong Country Returns as sort of the ground zero as far as aesthetics go, because it has been for 13 years now. And it will continue to sort of be the bedrock for the Donkey Kong series, even when we get that new game. Because I don't think they're going to deviate all that much from it at this point. Most likely because so much of the brand is tied up in it. And because of the fact that this theme park has been in development for close to a decade... And they had to get the plans rolling uh, when Tropical Freeze was the newest game. And because of that, they kind of have to keep to this uh, vibe for Donkey Kong, right? They can't just reinvent everything from the ground up yet again for the new Donkey Kong game when they have millions of dollars across two continents tied up in, um, in this theme park. So... I I believe Nintendo knows that they probably have reinvented Donkey Kong a bit too much over the years, especially in the post-rear buyout era, and so they are purposely sticking to returns just for simplicity's sake. Because
1: yeah, I mean mean, it makes sense.
0: You know, you, you they don't want to reinvent the world of Donkey Kong. For the fifth time in 43 years, they, they, (laughs) they they want to just keep with what they've been doing for the past decade.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, it just makes sense, especially when you've put so much into establishing what, uh, the don the modern version of Donkey Kong Country is you don't just want to throw all that out and start all over again.
0: Exactly, exactly. And this isn't to say we won't get callbacks or older rare characters or concepts brought back, but yeah, everything like that, either from the theme park to the new game or or the rumored movie, it will all be laundered through the current look and feel of the series
1: exactly and, and and there's nothing saying like you could totally just bring like swanky or any of the other characters back but under you, you know they would be in this version of what dk's general aesthetic is
0: right and we even saw that to an extent in the super mario brothers movie you know here's yeah. here's swanky here's chunky they're tweaked. They're they're tweaked to fit yeah. the aesthetic of the movie. They'll be fit. To t- um, they'll be tweaked to fit the aesthetic of the, the game, the the new game, and I'm
1: look. and I'm totally fine with that. Like it, series have to evolve. Um, it, it can't just stay looking like the rare games forever and ever.
0: I I maintain that King K role is here to stay in some form or fashion. I see a lot of. Nervous hand wringing about this online, like, well, Nintendo's just forgotten about K Rule again. I was like, what are you talking about? They haven't forgotten
1: about K Rule. There just hasn't been a new Donkey Kong game yet to exploit K Rule yet. Like, exactly. Like, do you forget how how big K Rule was in Smash, like in just about every trailer?
0: Yeah. Um, like, yeah, King K Rule is in a Mario Kart tour, but like, neither is Cranky Kong. Like, calm down. I I I think K roll is, is here to stay, and luckily, you know, Smash Brothers when they brought K roll back. Smash Brothers is the kingmaker, the tastemaker of Nintendo, and mm-hmm. they and and really like the entire video game multiverse at this point. They brought King K roll in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and they brought nearly everything we love about him back into that game. So I feel like K. Rule, no matter how they reinterpret him or 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 tweak him, he is going to retain a lot of what we love about him, thanks to Smash Brothers.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And I I think there's a very good chance we will get characters like Engard and Winky. You brought up Winky a couple times, Dustin, and yeah, that's one of my go-to characters. Like, yeah, I could see Winky running around. Uh, or, or yes, yeah, Swanky, Chunky, Lanky. I think once the Donkey Kong series is on stable footing again with a, this is the most important part, permanent studio and game plan for the first time in twenty years, you're gonna see a lot of these older characters just start working their way back in. Like it, it, yeah. it's 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 going to be almost no big deal. Like yeah, it's a Donkey Kong game. Here are Donkey Kong characters.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree, and I can't, I can't wait for it. I would love to have that DK extended cast start filling out again.
0: And, you know, looking at the park, there is definite uh, synchronicity going on with Universal. Like, look at how the Jungle Kingdom was portrayed in the Super Mario Brothers movie, and how closely it lines up with how the park is going to look. It it yeah. is it, not identical, but it like the big set pieces are damn near the same.
1: You have the big monkey head, the big the big golden
0: monkey head, and and the park is far more faithful to the games than the movie was uh, because you got Donkey Kong's Jungle Hut Treehouse and the flying by, but you know that that golden temple monument, uh, it it's it it was this little set piece plucked. From the end of Donkey Kong Country Returns, at the very end of the Golden Temple level, and they they made it the centerpiece of the theme park land because they were like, "That's there's something to that. That's iconic. That could be iconic if we used it."
1: Yeah, I I think it is. I, I think I would say it is pretty iconic by this point. Yeah,
0: and and uh, you know they, they added the waterfall coming from the mouth. And then they brought that in the Super Mario Brothers movie because it's just visually distinctive. And then you see that in a Super Mario Brothers movie. Super Nintendo World opens in Orlando or or the Donkey Kong Country Park finally opens in Osaka. And, and kids are going to be like, from the movie. That's what they flew into in the movie to meet That's Cranky the Kong. That's from movie. Right. So. I
1: want to meet Cranky Kong too. Yeah. And
0: you get in line and he just berates you for hours.
1: Get out of here, kid.
0: For all of the um, fear that I've heard this year from long-time Donkey Kong Country fans, long-time Donkey Kong Universe fans, or just the ones who prefer the stuff in the Rare games, just keep in mind that the idea is for these parks to be evergreen, like, like you said, Dustin. You've got to be able to adopt new iterations of the video games as they come along. So yeah. once we get this new Donkey Kong game, which is definitely happening, and the Donkey Kong movie, which is at the very least rumored to be happening at some point, but who knows how the ongoing strikes will impact any, you know, tentative plans they may have had. Um I'm sure they will bring in say costume characters. Um like oh, you know, there there's this character that was either brought back or introduced in the new Donkey Kong game, let's get a costume for that character to represent it. Like how the Star Wars land has to continually adapt, like they brought in the Mandalorian and Grogu to to run oh, around. Man.
1: My nephew lost his shit when he saw the Mandalorian
0: yeah, which, he, he got
1: pictures with them all
0: day, which kind of takes a sledgehammer to the continuity of the Star Wars land because it wasn't supposed to take <laughs> place between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and yet
1: here's the Mandalorian. I'm just completely taken out of this theme park.
0: Yeah, I'm going home. You just <laughs> flip off the Mandalorian. You've lost a valuable customer here today. Tell him to go fuck himself in his Beskar armor.
1: <laughs> How dare you try to bring joy to millions?
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I, I could see them them bringing in new characters to walk around, or maybe invest in new animatronics over time, or or stage show to represent them. So yeah, Tiki Tong yeah. will appear in Minecart Madness, but K Rule could easily show up elsewhere in Doggone Country, like we just speculated with a call, like maybe the sort of interactive plot with, with the, the band will will be K. Roll Stealing the Bana Horde. I don't think they're gonna just shut K. Roll out permanently from the theme park. He's too lucrative right. of a character, he's too popular of a character. Like in the modern context, Smash Brothers has made him a hot commodity again. He's hot to trot.
1: Exactly. Well, it's like I brought up earlier, they put K. Rule in like almost all of those trailers for new characters. And I think part of it is just because of how much, how strongly he resonated with everybody. Yeah, um, it, it would be weird to just throw him to the curb again.
0: Yeah, so you know when when I see people afraid or like, oh, the Donkey Kong Lego product that just came out, it's not Legos, just like it's not Pikmins. I'm learning. <laughs> it, it all reflects returns and tropical freeze. Aside from Dixie's guitar. From Donkey Kong Country 2. Like, it's all from the retro era. Uh, But those are the only Donkey Kong games to have current approved models of the characters to draw from. So there are parameters that licensees have to work with in in accordance with Mm -hmm. Nintendo. And, like, uh, look at the Donkey Kong calendar from a couple of years ago. Uh when when Donkey Kong split off from Mario as far as uh, merchandising goes and you could just have a Donkey Kong calendar without any Mario uh, leeching off of it I guess Donkey Kong would leech off of Mario but you know what I mean it you didn't have to license <laughs> the Super Mario brand if you wanted to have the Donkey Kong brand and Right. They they had to stick with renders from the Donkey Kong series, artwork from the Donkey Kong series. They, they, they could not use any, any renders from the Mario line or Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but you gotta fill out 12 months, actually more than 12 months, cause you have that like the four months before the start of the new year that they just put on single page. Uh, they right. were, they were allowed to use King K rule. Provided the render was from the Donkey Kong series. So they pulled from the most recent render, which was Jungle Climber. Um Makes sense. So, you know, I think that anyone who wants anything beyond the Returns in Tropical Freeze baseline just needs to be a little patient. Because, the, like, K. Rule, is in the conversation. He's in the conversation, even. Woo. I think the entire history of Donkey Kong is certainly back on the table again. And there won't be much in the way of internal politics keeping some of the stuff out like there was in the retro era. We know that there was uh, some internal back and forth at retro because some people at retro wanted to bring back certain characters at certain times and then other people were like... I think you should come up with your new, new stuff. I don't think we need to bring back every character. And it was just a lot of the, the Nintendo philosophy. And because Retro was more under their thumb rather than, say, if you know EPD is indeed doing the new Donkey Kong game, they'll certainly be more um, autonomous. They'll certainly be able to make their own decisions a lot more freely than having a kind of supervisor overseeing everything. And I, I think it will just be a lot more freeing, especially, you know, the the rumors and the leaks that I've gotten are that the people making the new Donkey Kong game are fans of Donkey Kong Country, right? Like, they grew up with it. <laughs> and they Who would have thought? they want to use those characters. And there's no reason not to use those characters when Rare hasn't been uh, directly affiliated with Nintendo for 20 years.
1: Yeah, you can't just let those characters just never be used by anyone ever again. Exactly, it, it's it's money um, on the table, so put
0: the characters on the yeah. table instead.
1: Well, so it it's like you said earlier with the Lego set. You have Dixie's guitar from uh, DKC two that that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like it is going to be. Uh, themed around the aesthetic of returns and tropical freeze, that's just what the DK series is now. But you can still bring in stuff from the past games and bring them into this updated version of Donkey Kong. You don't need to leave anything you can bring everything into a modern day Donkey Kong game. Uh it it it's not like uh it's it's not like Sonic where uh if they have a, like a game about classic Sonic Classic Sonic kinda has his own stable of characters that they can use for those, but they can't use ones for like modern Sonic. It's it, it's not like that. You can if they wanted, I'm sure they could bring back Trough and Scoff, and they would uh make them fit with uh, Returns Tropical Freeze era Donkey Kong World. Uh I'm I'm totally down for more stuff like that. I wanna see what Modern versions of these characters will look like.
0: Yeah, like it, when they brought in Dixie in, in Tropical Freeze, it was like, oh my God, there's Dixie. And then it just felt like the most natural thing in the world.
1: Yeah, and it and it's not just taking exactly how she looked in rares games. It's taking a uh, it it it's an up, updated Dixie Kong, not like changed drastically or wildly or anything, but it is still a modern Dixie Kong as opposed to just making her exactly how she looked in the rare days.
0: Yeah, and for sure, uh, Nintendo EPD or, or whoever get you know takes a crack at Donkey Kong in the future will want to create their own characters and concepts for Donkey Kong, and I want them to as well. But I don't, yeah, I, don't, totally. I don't think anyone's going to be saying, just make sure you do something new and don't bring back any old characters. Do we really need crocodiles in this game, etc. Um, the, yeah. the Smash Ballot, as we've said, definitely changed the equation. And I, it woke up a lot of people at Nintendo to how much Donkey Kong fans love Donkey Kong characters. Radical concept, I know But <laughs> yeah, I know Uh I, I think we'll see that reflected In the theme park In due time Because the baseline was, yeah. of course Pre-Smash Ballot I mean, this was all conceived Before uh, anyone knew That there was a, a hankering A hungering For King K. rule, Or at least before, you know it, it went down the pipeline To the park planners at Universal For them to know that uh but I, I think if we're just patient, that stuff will eventually work its way in. Um, it it, yeah, ju- it just might definitely. not start off at as, as, like full of that stuff as we would like. But you know, hell, I'm excited to see Professor Chops wiggle around. I I'm excited to see a mole miner nearly collide with me. You know, I I I am not going to begrudge the retro era because i love the retro era of donkey Kong country as well do i have yeah same do i have the deep burning childhood nostalgia for it no but i love screaming pillars have them scream in my face (laughs) it's
1: exactly what i wanted out of a theme park
0: so dustin the the beautiful thing though is ellie seems to be there and it doesn't just seem to be this weird little flourish of the diorama they're does seem to be plans for Ellie. So that means there is always room for more deep cuts. Personally speaking, what character would you like to see, Dustin?
1: I, w- I want to see the vulture from Angry Aztec.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the DK Vine fandom name Scaver. 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 Yeah, it's
1: Scaver's time to shine, I think.
0: I will also pick. Someone from Donkey Kong 64 you just brought them up actually. Wow. Uh, what you know we're talking about merchandise and gift shops and food kiosks, and you know what else can you do in Donkey Kong country? And what I would like would be a uh, a little piercing pagoda run by trough and scoff.: This has been a
4: file two production. <laughs> ¡Qué rico.